Hello and welcome to another weekly teaching from Vineyard Community Church, St. Louis. Okay, so here's the, here's the context. Why are we up here? Why are we doing this? Okay, so, uh, well, so for one, um, we, we've actually started doing, we sort of stumbled into this accidentally, but we, we started ha- uh, doing a thing where um, at the end of these long series that we've been doing, like almost kind of like seasons um, is, is kind of how I've started thinking about it, um, we've realized that it's actually good to take a little bit of a breath. <laughs> so we were in Daniel for, for 11 weeks, um, you know, big book, lots of stuff going on. Um, and it's actually good after that to take a little bit of a, a, a time to stop and like reflect a little bit before we rush into the next thing. Um, it's just a, a different rhythm that, that we've come upon in the last year or so. Um, and then also, uh, this kind of funny thing happened. Uh, we, so we did this uh, September, I think, September 4th, we did uh, an examine morning, right, where David actually took us through the entire past year's sermon series in like, you know, in 30 minutes, did a great job with that, and, um, and then kind of asked us, like all these things were sort of building up to this idea of, um, you know, really starting with Love University, and the idea of like, is our love for other people, is it growing, right? Like we spent all this time talking about it, is it, is it actually growing or not? And so as part of that, we, you know, we asked you guys to reflect on that, and, and that was really good. But then we also sent out a little survey, and actually many of you responded to that. Thank you if you did, which is great. And the results of that were actually really interesting. They were, they were really encouraging on the one hand. And so this is the, the first question here um, was, let's see. I guess this isn't working, Harmony. I don't know. You're just going to have to, there we go. Yeah, let's go, let's, so let's actually just skip past that. That was from Love You. You can go back and listen to that. And then um, if we go one more, the first question, oh, that's, <laughs> it's okay. I can just talk through it too. Uh, so the first question was, um, has God grown your love for others in the past uh, 12 months? That's what we asked you to think about. And, um, and so what was interesting about that is I think uh, almost 70% of you said definitely yes. That was like, that was the answer. Um, oh, yeah, it might be coming back up here. Um, so that's great, right? So 70% of people were saying, yeah, definitely yes, uh, I am growing in, uh, in love for others. And then a huge, I think it was like another 25% um, said that, they were not exactly sure, but they felt like probably that was happening, right? So, so like between those two, it was like almost 95% of people said, yeah, I think probably yes, we're growing in love. And then uh, a couple people said, okay, well, I'm really, I really don't know. I really have no way of telling. But nobody said definitely not. Like nobody, nobody said, I, and, and maybe that's like survey bias, right? Like maybe if your answer is definitely not, you just decide not to take that survey. I don't know. But... <laughs> But nobody said that. So I was like, okay, well, that's really cool. That's encouraging that there, uh, there's that many people uh, who really feel like, yeah, God's growing my love. And hopefully, so hopefully that's true for you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, there it is. There's our, in some ways, yes, but hard to tell. There we go. That was, that was what, that was phrased that. I'm not really sure. And then, like I said, definitely not, 0%. Okay. Then there was a bonus question. Okay, question number two. And that one said... Has love grown in our church community over the past 12 months, right? 
So like in your perception, do you think that love has been growing? Okay, so we had like 95% of people thought that their, their ability to love people was growing at least somewhat. Um, but then when we asked this question, the result was that only 34% of people said definitely yes. Um, so like half of what said definitely yes. And then 19% of people said in some ways yes, but hard to tell. And then four, almost half of people said, I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure. So that's interesting, right? Because here we have, uh, as individuals, we're thinking, okay, yeah, as we're assessing ourselves, it's like, oh, okay, uh, feels like God is growing me. But then when it comes to actually looking around at our body, like most people said, I, I don't really know. I can't, I can't tell, I'm not really sure. You know, we had, we had, we had a bunch of comments too, and, and people answered, you know, those different ways for different reasons, right? But certainly one of the reasons was um, just like, I, I, I don't really know how to judge that, I don't know how to gauge that, or I just don't know how to see it. Some people, some of it was encouraging. Some people said, I feel like we are always a very loving community, so we can't get any better at it, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is not true, but, um, but that was, you know, that was at least good. But yeah, so we just kind of looked at it, we're like, wow, that's interesting. So I actually, I wanted to start this morning uh, with these guys, just asking you, and, and by the way, we have, we have thought and prayed a lot about this morning, but we have not scripted any of this. So this is, this is just going to be authentic. So these two are very nervous about me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, this is, this, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes, right? Well, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's going to be great. We, we've, had, we've had good conversation, and the first, yeah, the first thing I wanted to just ask was like, okay, why do you guys think that it's so hard to tell, apparently, or that nobody can tell whether our love is growing in the church, even though people feel that they are individually. Yeah, Yeah, so I spent a lot of time, first of all, just drawing my own conclusions about that, like using like logic and those kinds of things. And I thought, maybe I should pray and ask Jesus maybe why. Um, And I was kind of surprised. I think the primary thing he brought up for me is that so many of us are actually doing what he invites us to do when we love, which is to not do it with the purpose of being seen, not to do it with the purpose of being able to brag about how good I am at loving or doing it for a show. We're actually doing it with the right motivations of wanting just to love the person in front of us. And so as a result of that, most of us kind of out of that place of humility and trying to do it well aren't actually talking about it much with each other of what we're actually moving, the ways we're moving in love. Um, yeah, especially if it comes to things like, you know, one of our series was about uh, the gospel of the poor, right? Yes. So especially when it comes to um, things like that where you're helping, you know, helping people in need. Yeah, this is that. We're not in the practice of generally <laughs> touting yeah. that loudly yeah. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is, I think that's actually a really, those motives are right. That's good, yeah. Um, but then I feel like tagged on to that, there was also this, sense that we don't actually realize how important it is to know about that about each other. Mm-hmm. Like how much we actually need to hear how we're doing that. Like how much I need to hear what right. David is doing. David's lucky. He gets to hear a lot. Because mm-hmm. you all tell him, most of us don't otherwise. Um, and it's like I get envious because David's like, oh, I have all these stories of these ways that people are loving in beautiful ways. And I was like, I don't know. Here. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm not sure exactly how to repeat that. Like, you know, how do I pass that on? But that's what I say is I'm, I was the one that says, oh, definitely. Yes. I mean, that was my survey. I said, yeah, because I see it. 
in a ways of, of it seeing among everybody, but I realize that whole place of communication, how do you actually just keep sharing all these things that God's doing in you in a way, that, and, and how do you have those environments? And I think we're lacking some of those places and also not, realize, not realizing how powerful it is when you share what God's doing in you or the things that are happening with you, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, that's, I don't know, for me, I was, I was definitely thinking um, just along the lines of like how, how, how it can be difficult to share. Um, some, sometimes it's even more difficult to share like positive things that God is doing in you than it is to be like, oh, I'm struggling with this or this or this. And, um, and we've gotten, I think, I think we've been getting uh, better and better all the time at like sharing struggles. And obviously we value that really highly, but um, but yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about like the good things that God is doing in my life, right? So, um, so that's, yeah, so that's part of it. Um, I think the other thing, and, and, and what we'll get into here with uh, coming off of Daniel. Um, so we spent this, uh, we spent this time um, in this series on Daniel, and I'll just put up here um, the, three, the three primary takeaways or themes um, from the book, right? So these should be pretty familiar at this point, um, if you've been around. And, you know, a lot, of this is, a lot of this was really geared towards us as individuals. And a lot of our teaching is kind of geared towards us as individuals and, and kind of getting us to a place where we can, you know, really trust God. That, you know, kingdoms, kings and kingdoms come and go, but God is eternal, his plan is unstoppable, right? That is, that is meant to say, you know, God, when God communicates to us uh, that that's the the case, right? That's meant to put us in a place where we can trust him more, right? Where we are able to see beyond just kind of the immediate things um, that, that the world is offering and say, no, God's got a bigger plan and, um, and he's going to work that. And, you know, again, God is not unclear, confused, or uncertain about anything, right? Again, it's like, yeah, we're, we're confused and we get unclear about lots of things, but we can actually li- learn to live in the tension that this world provides because, you know, God actually knows, and his, his timeline's different, and, and, and all that, and, and we can trust him again. And then certainly, number three, everyone must, must uh, choose which king to serve, uh, but we, we obviously want to be choosing to live in God's, God's kingdom, and under his rule, under his reign. Um, all of these things, we can talk about these uh, in really sort of individual terms. It's, it's easy to talk about them in sort of individual terms. How are you right? How are each of you, each of us as individuals, how are we trusting God more um, as we talk about these things? Um, What we maybe don't do as much is kind of talk about them in the sense of uh, community and in the sense of, like, well, what about us as a people? And actually, like, in the Bible, and even in the book of Daniel, um, that's that's really a lot more of the orientation. So I don't, uh, you you guys might not be prepared for this, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Um, So even just looking at the book of Daniel, um, what, what are some of the ways that you see God kind of interacting um, with, with the people, like as a people, like not just, you know, when we talk about these lessons, like how do you see that coming out of the book of Daniel as more of a community thing? I think there's a lot that doesn't say, but I think when we see, especially with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we see that it seems like every time Daniel's around, there's people around him with him. <laughs> uh, I think we see that, and we see that Jeremiah's writing to Daniel is tied to a larger community. They're all trying to pay attention to what he's writing, which Daniel was the modeling it, but uh, the desire was for everybody 
who is in exile to model this. And so I think we can see the, even the writings of, uh, to the Jewish people, it was very much about them as a group. Uh, it wasn't just written to Daniel. So, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, it's all over the fact that, you know, every word that God gave to Daniel, every way he communicated, it was never just, this is for you, Daniel. This is a private thing just for you, about you. Um, it was for a whole people. And it wasn't even just for, I think, the Jewish people, the Hebrews, it was for all the people the Hebrews were around. I mean, it's for everyone. And like, God didn't like the way like King Neb was ruling. He was an unjust, cruel ruler. And so his, the consequences God gave him weren't just for King Neb. It was because of the way he was ruling. And so to correct that was for all the people, whether you were Hebrew or of another nation. Yeah, one of the one of the interesting things I think that you you pointed out early on was just uh, you know the audience is multifaceted in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, like the language changes inside of Daniel, you know, it's Hebrew in one part and Aramaic for about half of it, and it's just pointed at different places. And there's mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's a lot of talk uh, about just that God is interacting with His people. Uh, but you, uh, you just mentioned like you know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and right. Daniel. Like I don't know, how do you how did you see that interaction and with Daniel kind of playing out? What what did you feel like was important in that? Well, I think for me it's it's this kind of thing where they all get exiled together in this situation, and even when they talked about it with the fasting or or whatever. They all did it. It, it yeah. talks that way. And it's this place that we're in, like, <laughs> the best I describe it, if you can imagine being in a spot at their age and how much they had to need each other to keep perspective. I don't think it was just Daniel and everybody else falling. I, they were all at a place trying to figure out a way of living in this, this place of pain situations and how do, I, how do I trust God now? And it felt like they were fighting for that, I mean, in, in the way they interacted. Um, so I, I, I think that's where I think about how much, I just p- picture myself in being in that position with my high school kids <laughs> getting yeah. exiled, put together. year olds yeah. I'm guessing they needed each other deeply during that time. Yeah, for sure. Um, so like, Daniel, when we think about these themes and just kind of thinking about uh, how community and how, you know, being in relationship and each other, like, I don't know, what are some things that kind of stand out as far as like why that's important in, in, in this. This may not answer your question. That's okay. <laughs> um, but it's one of the things I just kept thinking about as I was praying over the book of Daniel. Yeah. What I really like about Daniel, I think, the book, is how clearly it shows how badly community can actually go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that how complicated it is to be a human on a planet with a whole bunch of other humans. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that even, I just think that one, one of my favorite moments this time reading through Daniel, it had never really stood out to me before, was when he's praying and then, you know, the Spirit of God shows up and all his friends panic and flee. You know, <laughs> right. he's praying in a room full of people and they just flee because it got real weird real fast. Yeah. Um, and I, part of me is like, oh, that's one of the reasons why community is so hard. They all left him. Yeah. <laughs> they just abandoned him. But then there's moments, you know, where community is also really beautiful, like how, um, you know, the three friends with the names that are complicated, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how they stay together. They stand firm together. 
Um, and so it just shows the range of the complexity of community, how community, even when you're living, just with who you're living with, but then the community of like the city you're in and then the community of the, like the rule you're under, um, is just never simple. Yeah. I don't know, for me, I, uh, I don't know if this answers your question either, but uh, That's okay. it's a good thought. Um, um, you know, for me, what I, when I looked at Daniel, I, I, I realized, man, this is, what I saw in this whole book was like, what it means to be reliant on God and faithful. I mean, just no matter what, I still will rely on God. And I do think that's very much in this relationship of, of how you turn to God in places of pain. But as I started thinking in the context of community, really the, the whole purpose of this was he was speaking to the people of God, right? And Daniel was trying to help the people of God as well. But the place is that their stability was in this place of relying on God in this direct way, loving him above all else. But the thing about it, he was talking to us, the whole community, to be this model within uh, the Babylonian empire that there's this other community. That's what, that was what the desire was. It wasn't just Daniel and his, his three friends. It was, it was the, the desire of a God was he wanted God's people to repent and turn and connect so there could be this beautiful community in, within this other community. And out of that, it transformed. And we can see it modeled in Daniel, but the, I think what I see over and over, he's calling the whole people of Israel to do this. And so it's always speaking to the people and that's the missing, the sad part of looking at the complexity of, of how that was being in that, in that place of pain. But what I recognize is, man, this has a lot to me. What Daniel did for me is it just carried over into like, wow, this is very much applicable to where we are and, and how we, ha what do we need to put our focus in on? Yeah, well, and you're saying specifically like in, in the context of, you know, in their case, living in Babylon, living in exile, right? Like, how would you compare that to, I guess, our present situation? Is that I mean, there's just, I mean, it's, to me, it just, as I looked at it, I thought, well, here they are um, shifting like crazy. Things are just shifting. Um, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but lately in the last few years, I feel things are just shifting. Do you guys feel super stable about everything now? It's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's just shifting. Powers are moving. You know, I remember the other day I'm listening, just trying to get ready for the day. I happened to listen to the news, and it was like um, the the North Korea bomb might can reach us now. Uh, you know, the, the nuclear plant might explode, and I mean, it was just like you know. And we're thinking, well, and then we start seeing all the crazy stuff going on in ourselves. It, that is this shifting of kingdom to kingdom, culture to culture, and the question becomes, how do we do well in that, and especially also living in a place that you're, you have things that you expected to happen that didn't happen, and living in places that turn, things turn sideways or unjust, you know, it's like, what do we need as a foundation, as of God's people, and faithfulness, this way is crucial, but quite honestly, I think it's this place of being a community, because we can't do that without one another. So that's the part I saw more and more uh, as I looked at Daniel. How about you? Any thoughts? Well, I mean, that, that was kind of the second place it went. It's like how complicated it is. Even what you name, like this potential nuclear threats, right? That's right. still part of the world community, taking it all the way out as big as it goes. And everything can be so unstable when I'm looking at that. And the only thing I can think that is stable in my life is 
Jesus as God, as the Holy Spirit, because these things are actually true of him. And because those are true, I can like look at the world, not through um, a lens of fear and panic and guardedness, because you could all damage me at any moment. I can actually look at the world through eyes of love and through right. eyes of compassion and be able to see like how um, you all are actually image bearers of God. Yeah. But I can't do that without knowing that this is actually true, because I think panic and fear just want to take over from big things all the way to little things. Small things can send us spiraling. Yeah. Um, Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, so let's uh, we'll get ready to wrap up. But um, as we as we think more kind of specifically, I mean, we've talked about mm -hmm. some big picture things and just kind of the theological side. Let's just kind of talk about us in this room here yeah. and um, and like, yeah. What what are some things as we're kind of digesting Daniel and we're digesting the the world and all that, like from the aspect of I don't know, I guess just like why we need each other. Maybe like a refresh on that. Um, I don't know, what are, your, what are your thoughts on how community, like you said, it can go, it can go pretty <laughs> sideways and cause a lot of damage, but it can also be something else. And mm -hmm. what, do we, what do we think? I'd say that um, for me, what I've... I've realized is I had kind of an image when I was praying about this is uh, have you guys ever been in a like a, a current in a river that you didn't realize really really was very strong to you got out of the boat and all of a sudden you realize I cannot keep my feet down. One time I was in Arkansas and we stole a canoe. Anyway, it was a long story, but I but we 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 decided we we're going to float on this flooded river and so it was at a Christian camp so we were we were the rebels and so we we went down the thing but then how, we realized how old are you at this point? I don't know. I, I don't mention that. 35. No, no, I was, I, I was, I was 15 or 14 or 15 years oh, okay. old. Kind of, so, and I remember us, me and my buddy, we, we went down and we were flying. It was moving so easily. Yeah. And then we said, we got to go back to the camp. And then we realized we're in Arkansas. So we stopped and we realized we can't not get upstream. Right. And we had to help each other take step by step on the, to try to find a way back. And I just, this image came to my mind. I thought, Right now, the one verse that we were talking about in, in the middle of this is the verse of the, you know, talking about the two builders, one builds on the rock, one builds on the sand, and it says, if you build on, on my words, if you build on those things, you will create a foundation that when the rivers rise and the storms bash against it, it will stand. So what I believe is, I believe what God is doing right now uh, in our church is he's saying it's time to build strong foundations. And I think one thing we've seen in our church is this way people are understanding I got I to gotta get intimacy with God and I have to have a relationship with God in a real personal way. But another huge part of that foundation is to obey the words of Scripture and this place of depending on each other and allowing each other to come into each other's life in the place of community where God comes through that to give us strength to stand because the current is huge right now. Uh, and it's so easy to just lose heart when you're by yourself. <laughs> but if you have other people in the same spot, we, we can help each other to the place of standing firm in the current and even moving forward but right now, I feel like that a lot of what God wants to do is build foundation. And one of the ways of foundation is, is that learning to this place. And ironically, right now, I don't know about you, 
sometimes this feels like the, the least safe time to start going into each other's lives because it's so all that we've been through, right? But we just, I just feel like that is what God's saying is we, for what's coming and what's happening right now, God is going to say, I, I love you and I want you to have a foundation. And I think this is a big component of that of how do we get to a place that we become connected to each other in, in ways that we support each other. Yeah, that's, that, that is like, I don't know, that, that's kind of a really big thing to think about, right? Because if, you're, if what you're saying is like our foundation, I mean, we, we build it on God, yes, but what God is telling us is that it's, he's building a people, right? So if, if what we're saying is that like my foundation as Caleb is built in part from you guys, right? All of you guys. Right. And then also vice versa, right? Your foundation, like your ability to follow God and to stay, you know, stay in a spot of uh, not being thrown, you know, in, in the way. Right. Like that's, you're, you're actually dependent on, on me in part, right? Like as part of your foundation as well, right? Is that, right. Is that kind I of... I mean, if you look at, I mean, every illustration, we are a house being put together with stones. Uh, we, we are the body of Christ where every part matters. I mean, you just go on and on. It's, over, it's just like overkill that we are now part of this thing called God's people, and we, we, we operate by being uniquely who God has called us to be and being around people that are slightly different and sometimes extremely different than us <laughs> uh, and understand we deeply need every person. Yeah. And that is really goes completely counter to individualism America. Uh, it just doesn't, and so it's, it's like, you know, and I think it's, it's not just about friendships or uh, becoming nicer. <laughs> it's about coming to know who God is through being connected to each other and getting to know the other person and, and connecting to them as well, both opening up and receiving. So, Danielle, you're, you're more our resident, uh, slightly more introverted <laughs> person. When you hear the something like grump. that, <laughs> when you hear that, I mean, what does it, what does it make you think? Yeah, so, like, to model fully authentic community, it's to say community is really challenging for me. Yeah. And some of that is just because of my temperament. You know, I am introverted. I'm on the more mild side of introvert. Some of you are way more introverted, so you understand. Um, but even I think if I remove the introversion part, I just, there's so much goodness and, I don't know, delightful experiences that happen with other people. But other people are also the source of hurt. Yeah. I can't name a hurt in my life that doesn't involve another person. <laughs> right. Um, but the same is true, like, the, my most beautiful moments involve other people. And so that's, that's really hard. Um, and doing community together is really hard. And then do, doing community with the purpose of, like, loving and serving God adds a whole other layer because that means you do things out of obedience, not necessarily because you want to. Mm. Um, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I am super capable of hurting everybody. <laughs> like, run away from me. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm aware. Like, the, it's just so much. And so where I want to go is just home. And love all of you a whole bunch alone, all from, by myself, from a, from from a, a distance. distance. <laughs> I'm super good at loving you when I'm at home. <laughs> right? Like that vacuum is what feels safe yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, I know it's not right. I know it's not. And so it's, for me, it's like, oh, how, part of doing community, like the way I think Jesus commands throughout Scripture, shows throughout Scripture, like there's no way to escape. I don't totally understand why. I can get make some conclusions. But like he's insistent that we cannot do this life 
alone. We have to do it together. Um, but that is like, part of that means like saying, oh, I'm having a real hard time being around you today, you know? And yeah. just being loving but honest and not trying to hide the ways community is hard. Yeah. Or shutting down because of a challenge or apologizing when I've messed up and hurt. And those are actually all really hard things to do, which it's they like, are. oh, I'd rather, again, just stay home. Mm -hmm. um, but I wouldn't want to lose what is good around being around people um, because it's how I encounter God. Right. through others and um that's interesting that you brought up even i mean i i don't know i think of i think about the self-protection a lot of times mm -hmm. but you you brought up this guy my my mom uh didn't let me play football in uh in you know growing up and stuff and i always told people that it was because she was afraid i would hurt somebody right <laughs> um, which is not true but um <laughs> you know but i think i think of that here right? we, knew, we knew this, that right away yeah <laughs> thanks thanks um but you know there's uh there's uh, that was hurtful, David. <laughs> Can I say sorry? Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, but, you know, I think, yeah, I think of that sometimes. Like, yeah, there is an element sometimes we feel like, man, I'm going to be damaging to someone. Like, I'm, I'm messed up and, like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm doing today. I just need to, I just need to hold up. And that's not always, that's really not always the best thing to, to do, right? Um, so I don't know. I guess as we kind of, as we kind of land, um, what, what are, just practically, I mean, what are some ways that, um, you know, we, I don't know, it's like all of us, I mean, we're all here, right? None of us would say, like, oh, we don't need community or we don't like people or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Um, I mean, we're here, some but people. some of them, yeah. <laughs> but it depends on the day. But, uh, but no, I mean, you're, you're bringing up, like, a lot of real, like, there's real challenges to being invested in each other's lives and to being in relationship and, um, a lot of times you can, like, you know, if we're honest, we can kind of fake it pretty good, you know, we can kind of sort of, you know, be in the flow and kind of act like we're, we're, we're being open and honest and stuff and, and not necessarily, and I don't know, I guess what are some, what are some practical ways that we can think about um, how to engage with one another um, as, we, as we move forward here? So as I was praying about today, it's just one of the things that I think God and Jesus have been showing me a whole bunch for a couple years now. But like these three things about um, God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit show like that he really is all-knowing. Like he knows and he knows what he's doing. He's all-knowing and he knows what he's doing. And one of the things I've seen over the years is how strategically brilliant Jesus is. Like he's super, super smart and he sets things up for our good and for the goods of those around us. Like nothing is coincidence. I just don't believe in coincidence anymore. Um, and in that, I think in terms of like community is that you can actually trust God to lead you in how to do community, like specifically for you, right? Because your, your package isn't the same as mine. Your barriers aren't the same as mine. And so really just seeking God, like, oh, how, how does it look for me? You know, Jesus, everything in my life, you know, all the things that I have to do, the things that take up my time, the things that are inside of me, what are you asking me to do right now in this moment to yeah. participate in the community that you are calling me to, that you say I need, yeah. um, and then doing your best to follow what he shows you or senses. Yeah. You know, for me, the 
the thing I'd say is people used to say, you guys are just a nice, you're a warm church, you're the community kind of church, you know, and that, in a kind of a, like you're nice people, right? Which is, I hope we're nice people, but really what I understand about true community, this place that, this place that we begin being authentic with each other, being who we truly are, opening our lives and, and receiving and giving and all that stuff, it's, it's so directly connected to our relationship with God, it's, it's, it's all part of the same package. And we often want to separate the two, like, okay, I'm going to stay with God, stay away from people, stay with people, I've got to get to God, you know? And so you get around to people who drive you crazy, go to God. And, then, and there's a little bit of that, but the reality of it is, is there's this beauty in finding God in the place of, of community takes you to your relationship with Jesus, of how do I do this, how do I love this person, and, and in that process, it gives you the chance to be able to ex- exercise it, and it, it has this place of you find God in that moment of having this person that you've, you have this God's hearts for, and it, it develops you. And so when we separate those things or make that second in, interdependence optional, you will not, you will, God is gracious, he'll stay, but it's, if you want to do well, you can't just say, well, we're, we're just going to leave that part out. Like, we're a body, uh, but I'm an American. I can't do that. It, it has, it's just the way it is. And it will look, like you say, I think it's going to look very different for each person. And God is the one, that's why you have to go to God and say, how do I do this? And it may be with a smaller group of people. It may be you're a person who's an expert and you go all around everybody. That's not the point. It's the point of, I think the thing that we, I think you mentioned it and we talked about it some, I've been thinking about it a lot is, is really this is a spot of places, it's a step of faith of how we do it, right? It's not just like, I'm a nice person today, I'm going to do that. It's, it's that you're choosing to love other people, right? And, and, it's, and it's like, and what I try to do is I try to create the plan. Who should I love with the most production, you know, or who's my friends? And, you know, I, and what God's been showing me is he's the one that forms the community. I can't figure this out. I've, I've been doing this for a long time, and we, I've always had a heart for greater degrees of what we're talking about, not really knowing how to put it into words. But if you love the person in front of you and keep whoever that happens God brings to you, if you just love those people and in, a, in an intentional way, God does the rest. He's not asking you to do more than what he's putting in front of you, right? And I think that's a good way, that's a practical way of saying, how do we actually start doing that as far as like, sure, there's being an open life and all these different things, but a lot of it's like, how do you both, I think one big part is how do you let yourself be known to other people, maybe a small group, but then there's this other spot of how do you choose to keep loving and, and investing in this because this, it will create a foundation of community and we will actually become a culture within another culture that is known by their love. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, so I mean, that's, I don't know, just conceptually, it's like God, God is sovereign over our relationships, right? Yes. Like, that's, a, that's an interesting concept. Um, and then also that it takes faith, right? It takes faith to be in relationships. And um, I think those are, yeah, those are things that we don't often think about or, uh, or, or act out of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's a good place to, to stop.